The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Oh, hell no! Whatever! The following program contains opinions expressed by The Dead Zone. If you find this broadcast offensive, lighten up, candy ass. What? Oh my gosh. It's a radio show. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Power up request received. Initiating systems. Powering up transmitters. Welcome to the dead zone. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Coronavirus, man. I hope you guys are all hunkered down and taking care of yourselves and, you know, the social distancing. I can't speak again. Imagine that. Social distancing. What is it, like six foot or something? I don't know. I don't know. It's a normal life for me, though. I I, I stay away from people. We got a good show tonight. Artie Harfman, nationally renowned speaker, healer, and radio personality. Also an author. I believe his, uh, his book is Angels and Answers. It's also his website. Pretty sure about that. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing okay. Please sit back, relax if you're shut in. Enjoy the show. But first, it's Michelle. Hey, this is Michelle. Join me Sundays at 8 o'clock Eastern for paranormal news and events. Paranormal news. Hey everyone, welcome to Paranormal News and Events with Michelle. So, scrolling through Coast to Coast AM's website, and I found a couple stories about ghosts that I thought I would read to you. So, this one here was on January 21st of this year Ghost Panic Grips Village in Thailand. So, I don't know if anyone else has ever heard about putting red shirts outside your home to ward off evil spirits. I've never heard of this personally. But according to this story, uh, Thailand, this is something that they do in Thailand. So residents of a village in Thailand have taken to hanging red shirts outside their homes in an effort to fend off what they believe is a sinister spirit responsible for a series of mysterious deaths. The proverbial ghost panic reportedly erupted after a whopping 13 men in the community died over the course of the last three months. Since the unfortunate individuals were seemingly healthy when they passed away, concerns began to spread throughout the village that their demise was due to a vengeful spirit. Specifically, it is suspected that the murderous apparition is the ghost of a widow who was roaming the streets and taking the lives of unsuspecting men. When the 13th victim was discovered and dead in the middle of the road last week, many villagers became convinced that their community was being targeted by the spirit. As such, they turned to a traditional Thai method for protecting against malevolent ghosts hanging a red shirt outside their homes. Attached to the crimson clothing is a sheet of paper with a message warning families with only one son that they are particularly vulnerable to the widow's ghost. While it is likely a matter of personal belief as to whether or not the tactic will prove successful in avoiding the wrath of the spirit, one assumes that it has provided some peace of mind to those worried that they'll become the 14th victim of the evil apparition. This next story is called Ghost Trips Worker at Supermarket in Scotland. A weird piece of security camera footage from a supermarket in Scotland shows a worker suddenly tumbling to the ground and the owners of the store claim that her fall was caused by a ghost. The odd incident reportedly occurred on Wednesday at the Burl Tree Hill supermarket in the community of Irving. In the video, an employee named Elise can be seen stocking some shelves. The mundane task quickly takes a strange and painful turn when she goes to step on a crate but it moves away from her foot and she falls to the floor. 
In a post on the store's Facebook page, the supermarket shared the video and declared that Elisa's stumble was due to their resident ghost named Stacy, who took issue with the worker flirting with her man. Fortunately, they said the woman was not injured in the accident, aside from some general soreness from the fall, and claimed that when we reviewed the CCTV, we noticed the crate appeared to move without being touched. While perhaps only a psychic medium could truly say if the store is haunted, skeptical observers have taken issue with the video in that it does appear as if Elisa's foot briefly brushes up against the crate and causes it to move away from her as she attempts to step on it. As such, it would seem that Stacy, if she exists, is probably off the hook when it comes to this particular mishap. So yeah, I watched the video repeatedly um, because they do zoom in on it so that you can see a close-up. And in the zoom uh, version of it, yeah, you can see that the tip of her foot kind of hits the crate, which makes it slip away. Um, and maybe she didn't feel it or she didn't want to say it, but it looks that way to me anyway. So if you want to go to Coast to Coast AM to their website, you can view the video for yourself and decide if you think it was a ghost or her foot. Thanks for listening. Coming up next is Paranormal events. On UpcomingCons.com is a list of horror conventions. On March 13th through the 15th is Monster Mania Con in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. March 20th and through the 22nd is Horror Hound Weekend in Indianapolis. Um, also, Horror Hound Weekend in Cincinnati, Ohio, same dates, March 20th through the 22nd. I have a feeling that's a mistake. Horror Hound Weekend in Indianapolis uh, was just not that long ago. It was in, I believe, August of 2019, so that's kind of an odd date. So don't take that one too seriously unless you check in on it. Dark Side of the Con, a celebration of the dark aesthetic, sorry. That is in Parsippany, Troy Hills, New Jersey, March 27th through the 29th. Uh, in Edison, New Jersey, the New Jersey Horror Con and Film Festival, March 27th through the 29th. There's the Full Moon Festival in Nashville, Tennessee, April 10th through the 12th. The Bio City Paranormal Symposium is in Pasadena, Texas, April 25th and 26th. Texas Frightmare Weekend in Dallas, Texas, May 1st through the 3rd. Monster Palooza, Pasadena, California, May 8th through the 10th. There's in England is the Horicon UK Something Wicked, Rotherhams, Sheffield, England, May 16th through the 17th. Spooky Empire, Orlando, Florida, May 22nd through the 24th. Carolina Fear Fest in Raleigh, North Carolina, May 22nd through the 24th. And I'm going to stop at the end of May there. And next week I'll talk about some of the events that we will be attending this year and give you some information on some other conventions coming up. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Hello, this is Christopher St. Booth, and you're listening to The Dead Zone. Millions of people are affected by the Para-X bug. I realize that it is something that will stay with me for the rest of my life and long into the afterlife as well. If you have the Para-X bug, there is hope. With a nightly visit to the Para-X website and intensive past life regression therapy, I can control it. Even with the Para-X bug, I can still lead an active life of radio show hosting, paranormal investigating, evidence checking, attending conferences, book writing, keeping up with the latest technology, and still keep my 40-hour-a-week day job. If you think that you have the Para-X bug or know someone who might, visit para-x.com. And remember, you are not alone. I am not alone. I. 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 I am not alone. The Para-X bug may cause the urge to chase shadow people, visit exotic haunted locations, adopt a pugwudgie, 
or spend all of your time trying to figure out the laws and principles of paranormal investigation. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Sudden visions of full-body apparitions or feeling the covers being pulled off you in the middle of the night by unseen hands may also be signs of exposure to the Para-X bug. The use of Para-X may be habit-forming and an overwhelming desire to provoke spirits may be a serious side effect. If these symptoms last more than four hours, you should quickly consult a trusted witch and have her cast a what-the-hell-are-you-thinking spell on you. If symptoms persist, please contact the Para-X Radio Network Homeland Security Team for further instructions. The Para-X bug may cause urges for late-night speaking with spirits and ghosts. Listening to Para-X may increase these effects. Overwhelming desire to try provoking a spirit may be a serious side effect. Those with Para-X bug effects lasting more than four hours should consult Para-X or see a professional. Sudden outbursts at the mention of orbs may be a sign of exposure to the Para-X bug. Use of Para-X may be habit-forming. Use caution when engaging in Para-X chat. Your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. Are you ready? I'm saying... Are you ready? If all radio stations in town were palm trees, we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. Here are the one, the only Dead Zone. Artie Hoffman, the man Mm -hmm. is intuitive life coach, a medium, a healer, a, a motivational speaker. How did you start all that, man? And by the way, you can go ahead, go ahead, right, go right ahead and please introduce yourself because you know I'm an introvert, so no, you know I don't know anybody. Well, I think you just did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. What is that going? To, is someone calling you? No, what's that? I keep hearing a, a a buzz coming in. That's all right. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Well, yeah, that's fine. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, be uh, be, sh- be 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 sure be sure to, to stay close to your phone though. We're having trouble hearing you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah. Anyway. Are we good now? Again, yes. Artie Hoffman, Angels and Answers. And that's your website and a book that you've wrote, right? Yes, it is. Angels and Answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a book about... Did you hear that? Did you not hear that again? We might have to start over. I don't know what's going on. There's Someone keeps trying to call in, and it's not us, I don't think. Is it you? No. No, it's people texting me. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're popular. Good for you. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't stop that. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll get we'll get beyond that. Whatever. Okay. That's what that is. What you're hearing is people trying to get a hold of Artie, man, because he's in demand. I do. I agree. Well, I read people all around the country. So you know, when I uh, do psychic readings for people, people call me in by phone. Yeah. And um, I connect to their energy source, and, and I tell people what's going on in their life, and right. um, I tell people the outcomes of what they want to know, or connect to the loved ones in heaven, so, you know, like Barry Manilow would say, I do it all, it seems, <laughs> right, hey, hey, don't cut down, you know, no, you know, you guys, I love some Barry Manilow, man, that's what I grew up on, right? Yeah, that's right, that's, that's great, that's great. Yeah, you are a nationally renowned speaker, a healer, and a radio personality. So you're you're used to this, right? I'm very used to all this. Yeah, it's just well, that's I've, I've been doing it for 31 years now. So, wow. You know, you do get used to it. Yeah. And uh, you know, I feel very blessed to be put in this position. I don't take anything for granted with my gifts because you know it's uh, you know the angels and and the spirits. And the other dimension that feed me all this information, and I just mm-hmm. share it with everybody. <laughs> They're one another so one. Yeah. People, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. When people <laughs> tell me, you know, when people tell me that I've been accurate on this, that, and the other thing, it's just well, that's only because I've been given all the answers. It's like, it's like the movie Ghost, you know. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Well, Whoopi Goldberg. And I have a, a <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talking to me, and uh, I'm feeding the information according to what's given me. Well. Let me ask you this then. Um, I'm sure you've been asked this a thousand times, but when did that start? When, when did that actually happen? Were you a kid back back in the day? Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
You got more coming in, man. They're just breaking you up. Yeah, go 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 ahead. Twenty seven years old. Twenty seven. Okay. Okay. I got a postcard sent to me in the mail. Yeah. And it said, "I'd like to develop your psychic ability and intuitiveness. Come to the Edgar Casey Foundation. Okay. Just one day seminar. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Quite interesting. And so, I asked my wife, who was my wife at the time, if she wanted to go with me. And she says, I don't give a crap about that. You can go if you want. I don't. Oh, man. Well, I wasn't looking at it like it was the answer to my prayers. Right. I just did it just for shits and giggles. Right. And so anyway, I went there and they taught you how to open up your heart and mind to be 100% unconditional. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was like, <laughs> yeah. you know, unbelievable uh, that I was capable. You know, they, they taught you how to just get mm-hmm. in the zone. And um, it, it was mm-hmm. awesome. It really was. It was just an awesome feeling knowing that I could meet somebody for the first time and telling telling them things about themselves. And yeah. I was, like, blown away. Yeah, and that, so, was, uh, that, that was at 27. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was at 27. <laughs> and people are trying to get a hold of you right now, I swear to God. All I hear yeah. is, is yeah. Don't get, yeah, don't get <laughs> That's fine. That's whatever. Um, 27, though, I mean, that's kind of old, right? I mean, most of the people I talk to, they, you know, they started out young and it was this, that, or the other thing, and then they, they tried to pursue it. Yeah. And they tried to pursue it, but then, but you're like, I was 27 years old and then it happened. That's kind of, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. And then I just did it for the fun of it for friends and family for the next few years. Yeah. And uh, people were telling me how accurate I was with my information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when I um, and then when I got then then I got into a bind financially, mm-hmm. and I said, you know what, mm-hmm. I need to start making some extra money. And so I said, uh, oh. I, know how, I know how, yeah. I know how to reach people. Yeah. So I threw an ad mm-hmm. in the paper. <laughs> I threw an ad in the paper and. Um, People and I and it said if I don't pull through, no charge. And ninety percent of the people paid me. And then just by word of mouth, it just took off like wildfire. Right. You say you did say you just did say like we do. We do not charge for anything we do, right? Yeah. You, you said uh, no, no charge. I do charge. Oh, you do charge. Do okay. Charge. Okay. All yeah, right. Absolutely. I make a uh, you know I make a good living at doing what I'm doing, and I'm worth it. Yeah. And uh, well, if you're good at something, never do it for free, right? If you're good at something, never do it you know, for free. A lot of people will say to me, you know, there are some, <laughs> not a lot, some people will say to me, well, if you're doing God's work, then why are you charging? Well, the same reason why mm-hmm. doctors, priests, ministers. Because you have to eat. Have you have to eat. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I get it. So I understand. If, if, I, if I just uh, charge the very minimal rate or no rate, then I would have to get a regular job. And my time would not be as available or accessible to the public. Exactly. I understand now, that. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. How yeah. could I have possibly read for 31,000 people if I had a regular, regular job? You don't have time. time There's no time. Exactly. I get it. Right. Yeah. So I get paid for, for what I do, and I, I, I have 0% guilty conscience mm-hmm. about it. Right. And, uh, you know, and I'm an entertainer, and I'm a healer, and... Uh, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and I do, you know, lots and lots of one-on-ones. Yeah. And you can't so, talk um, about, you can't talk about just for general ethics, you can't talk about your one-on-ones. And I understand that we can't either, what we do, uh, residentials uh, and that uh, kind of uh, I can I tell you some really cool stories that you'll like. Okay. And well, well, we don't want to compromise the, the, the families or anything. I am, I'm not telling you the names of the people. Yeah. Okay. The, okay. Yeah, love to hear yeah. something really cool, yeah. So I have a mm-hmm. couple of really cool stories you're going to like. Okay. So here I am, I'm reading for this one girl at a party. I'm doing a party. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, when I connect to people's loved ones who passed away, I always tell people to bring a picture of their loved one. Yeah. So I'm reading for this one lady at the party, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at her mother's picture, and at the end of her reading... She said to me, she goes, Art, she goes, I'm having a hard time actually believing that you're uh, communicating to my mother. Yeah. I said, she said, well, some of the things you gave me, you know, 
was uh, kind of general, but it did have to do with her. But then there were things that you told me that were very specific to her. Right. That that was her. And so, I mean, I give you credit for all what you said. It had to do relate to her. But what I'm saying is I'm having a hard time actually believing you're communicating to my mother. All right. I said, I can only share with you what the spiritual world gives me. Yeah. So I said, let me look at your mother's picture one last time because her reading was over at this point. Right. So I looked at her mother's picture and I said, your mom is showing me cows. She okay. goes, well, what do you want me to do with that? I said, I don't know, your mom is showing me cows. Yeah. So in my eyes, mind, I started seeing all the cows stand up and they were all mooing loud. Yeah. So I looked at her and I said, I don't know why I'm doing this, but, and I looked at her and I said, moo. <laughs> yeah. She started, she started to cry. Uh oh. And I said, I said, what's the matter? And she's pointing to her mother's picture, and she goes, that's her name. I go, what are you talking about? Every, her name is Muriel, but everyone would call her Moo. Moo. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Ah, that's bad. There was that's another, cool, yeah. There's another lady who I did a reading for. Yeah. And, um, and well, anyway, she came into my place for a reading. Yeah. And she said to me, she goes, Art, she goes, um, uh, every, every day for the last, years I've been thinking about you every single day right I was kind of flattered I wasn't attracted to her but I was flattered nonetheless well yeah of course I said, yeah. I, I, why were you thinking about me every single day yeah she said because you did a reading for me here two years ago and I sat down at your kitchen table mm-hmm. and you held my hand mm-hmm. and as soon as you held my hand you said you started singing the song Highway to hell. Yeah. I'm going to highway to hell. Go to ACDC. Yeah, ACDC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I said to, I said to the, uh, you said to me that if I don't stop doing what I'm doing, I'm going to get caught at doing something I shouldn't be doing. Uh oh. And I'm going to be in jail. Uh oh. And yeah. so I didn't listen to what you had to say. And one week later, I got caught at doing something I should not be doing. Yeah. And I got thrown in jail for two years. Two and years. Every day I woke up. Wow. Every day I woke up thinking, why didn't I listen to Artie? Right. Well, that's amazing. That's very cool. I mean, that's, yeah. Good you gosh, know, so, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I, I, I developed a relationship with the spiritual world, I developed a relationship mm-hmm. with angels and God. Yeah. Do you, do you, are you aware and, of the and, book? And they, we have a chemistry of communication. And so they throw me images in the way they know that I'll understand. And when I get these messages, I deliver it to the people, whoever I'm reading for. Well, I wanted to ask and you. So really, I wanted to ask you. Um, there's a book that I've had ahead for years. I've got the Necromic, you know, all the old, you know, every all the books and all that junk. Um, there is one book, uh, a dictionary of angels. Do you have that one? Yeah. Do you, do, do you buy into that at all? Yeah. You do. Okay. All right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, um, what's the Necronicon, uh, Dictionary of Angels, and who's your, well, that's here locally, who's your folklore, a couple of books like that. But, but So you do buy into that. You, you, you do get that, right? When you say buy into it, what do you mean by buy into do you, it? Do you really believe that this dictionary, first, let's just use that as an example, this dictionary, the, the who's your folklore is nothing but stories. Right. It's just like, you know, passed well, a great, down. A great dictionary that I have, that I personally have, was written by Susan Gregg. Yeah. And she explains about all the saints and all the angels. Right. That's, and that's, gives, that's what this is, basically, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives all the sinew and the purpose and the meaning of mm-hmm. each angel. Okay. But what, what I was trying to get at is, do you buy into that, or do you think it's just someone... They wanted to make a little bit of money, wrote a book, and it just, you know, it's out there now. So, No, not at all. I no. feel like 100%. Okay. Uh, I mean, the, I'm looking at it right now. It's on my uh, bookcase uh, across the uh, hall from me. It's, uh, well, I've got a dictionary of angels. I've got uh, Who's Your Folklore? I've got all kinds of stuff. Necromonicon. Which, what, what do you think about that, by the way? Do you buy into that at all? At all? Buying into what, uh, the, the uh, Necronomicon, or how do you how do you pronounce it? Necronomicon, or whatever. Yeah, I don't understand that. What you're saying? Okay, there's it's an old book. It's I mean, uh, it's kind of like a, I, I don't understand. 
maybe there's there's a title to something I already understand. I just don't understand the title of what you're giving. Okay, it's a really really old book. N e c r o n o m i c o n. Really old paperback thing. It's been out for years. Yeah, I never yeah I never saw it, so I don't know anything about it. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah it's it's once again in my opinion, and I wish these guys were here because I'm the skeptic of the group. And I will push and push and push until I find something substantial. But, you know, we kind of back each other up, I guess you would say, or Michelle and, and well, Dustin. Well, put it this way. Spirituality could break all the laws of physics. Oh, yeah. So, you know, when you're trying to physically comprehend how something is possible, yeah, and just because it's unexplainable according to your physical perception according to your perceptions like how is that possible how is that possible yeah or your belief Here, yeah your belief you know, yeah it, yeah it, it it's also it's also depends you know how much you you know how powerful your belief system is too exactly but the bottom line is it still is what it is whether you believe in it or not it still is what it is mm -hmm. so there are people who have had stage four cancer and then you know somebody who is talented and gifted or blessed mm -hmm. to have healing energy has walked up to somebody, has said a prayer, and, and through, used their body asking God for his love and forgiveness and compassion upon the person right. to be able to heal the person. And within 24 hours, that cancer is 100% gone out of their body. Right. So you say, well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Today. No, it has happened thousands and thousands of times. Oh, I believe that. I, I believe that 100%. I, I had cancer. I had uh, jaw cancer about five, six, well, maybe... It's been about seven years ago now, and it's gone. Thank God. Yeah, thank God is right. Absolutely, and I do 100% believe in God. I was just asking yeah. you. I'm sorry. I was just asking you about these books I've had in here. I read them all. You know, I've read them for years. It's like, oh, see, I don't. See, put it this way. Um, when I read books, uh, I haven't read those books you're talking about. Right. But when I read books, um, I, I'll find a lot of the information very fascinating. But it doesn't mean that I buy into their. You don't concept. buy into it exactly. That's what that's what I was asking I don't, you. Don't Do you? Always, I don't always buy into their thought process of how they look at life or look at situations. Right. And um, you know, but you know, a lot of it or, or a good part of it is theory. Yes. It's not absolutely yes. Theory. That's it's theory yeah. and it's what you believe in and what's important to you. Right. I mean, we've got a lot of friends in the in in the community there. That they've written books and they've they've done things, and it's not it's not a hard fact. It's what they believe. And if you know that person, you trust that person, then you you get it right. Right now, I've I've got I've done a lot of meditations. Yeah. You know, through the people who I've met, you know, who are extremely talented and gifted, and through my meditations, um, to know. Just, just because I'll give you a perfect example for those people who say they don't believe in God yeah. because they can't physically see Him or right. her, however you want to describe. Right. I, I said just yeah. because you could you, you see the gifts of God on a daily basis, and it's like electricity. You don't see electricity, but you see it work every time you flick the switch. You don't see electricity, but you see the the works of electricity and some and people some people will will argue with you that science that's not you know understandable but yeah. you also have like just because it's a cloudy day and you can't see the sun doesn't mean that the sun is not shining it's there exactly yeah i agree with you it's there yeah. just yeah. because you can't see it it right. doesn't mean that it's not there right and so um you know the gifts that god has given us he has made it so exceptionally, exceptionally beautiful and easy for us to to have at our beckon. Right. That he makes it look so easy that it seems like it's effortless. It seems like you know, it's almost like looking at a good gymnast or a good guitarist or a good drum player. It's like, oh my God, they play that so well, or that was such. A <laughs> yeah, exactly, act. exactly. And why can't I do that? Right, right. Yeah, I yeah, get it. Yeah, not, I could do that, not realizing that, that they practice for eight hours a day every day. Exactly. Yes. For the last twenty years, so they make it look that easy. Yeah. So, and just so, like everything uh, else, everything you do in life, everything you do in life takes practice every day. You can't just you can't 
dabble with it, right? If you want to be exceptional at it. Yeah, you can't just dabble. Even what we're talking about right now, I believe, if you you want to know what you're talking about, you want to understand what you're talking about, you have to study. You've got to, to read everything. You know what I mean? Like some what like you just said with a guitar, they can you, know, you can buy a guitar and they can pick around with a few notes and think they're great and they're not. It doesn't work that way, right? And so you know, it's like even when you go to a sermon, you know, you you go to church, you go to temple, and you right. could listen to whatever they have to preach, and <clears throat> just because it came from the minister or the rabbi or the or the priest or whatever, yeah, it's like you know, you only take with you what what resonates within your soul, within your heart. What hits you, you what you believe, yeah. You don't believe in yeah. everything, what they are saying. Right. But, you know, you, I mean, this person is speaking from their heart. Right. But at the same token, it doesn't mean you have to believe in their belief system. Right. And you, so you, people, you relate to the other person, their story, whatever happens. Every person is different. I understand that. They're just right. like, and just, you might only take... Five to ten percent of what they have to say. Right. Say, wow, that was right. It's just it's, it's like a TV show. I mean, it resonates. Resonates. I'm sorry. It it hits someone. They understand it. They feel like they relate to it. And some other people are like I don't even care. I don't. You know, whatever. That kind of thing. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I was making sure I got it right there. Yeah. Yeah. I get you, man. I understand that one hundred percent. I mean. You know, and it's what what feels right for you might not feel right for me, or what feels right for you might not feel might feel great with your neighbor and not your other neighbor, and that's okay. It, it's like the bottom line is, so long as you're a good person to your fellow man, that's the most spiritual, religious thing that you could possibly do. You're on Earth. you're a good person it's to in, your fellow man and to yourself. You, you 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 yourself, have to. Man. Not how much you go to church or how much you pray. No, that's only a. That's all, only a small section of it. That's Absolutely. only a small part. Yeah, I used to be, well, we won't, we, don't, we won't even go into that. I mean, yeah, but I agree with what you're saying. Uh, what you were saying, um, I, I used to be really active in the church a long time ago, even to the point of, of going to nursing homes and doing evangelistical things. I quit doing that a long time ago. I looked and I saw, at least in my um my denomination it was nothing but just a fight between this side and that side and and, you know no a click between a click every every church i've ever went to has been that way you know it's it's the up front you know we're, we're the greatest thing in the world or whatever and you should you know you suck because you're backslidden or you don't believe but then inside it's like they fight between each other, and I'm like, I'm done, man. Does that makes sense at so, all. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share with you. Being that you told me that, I'm gonna share with you a quick story. Okay. So back in the 1960s, I read this when I was about, you know, this is going back about 30 years ago, 35 years ago. I read right. this story. No, yeah. longer than that, 40 years ago. Right. But I never forgot the story. I probably, probably about story. my age too. Then I guess. There you go. Can I you guess know? you are. I don't know. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go right ahead, yeah. So there was a black gentleman who, uh, in the 60s, um, he brought his family down south because he was starting a new job, a new occupation in the southern states in the 60s. And you know how hard it is for a black family to make it out there. That's where I come from. Yeah, that's where I come from. Right. (laughs) And so what happened was uh, uh, it was a Sunday morning, and so the black gentleman wanted to go to church to find out what church him and his family could go to. But he wanted to feel it out himself. So yeah. he goes up to this one church, and there was a gentleman at the door, and he said, sorry, sir, he says, we don't allow black people in our church. All right. He goes, all right, God bless you. And he goes down to the block, and he goes to another mm-hmm. church, and then there was a sign on the door. He says, uh, this church does not uh, en- entertain any black people to enter into our church. All right. And so he went to the third church, and he had the exact same experience. And so he's walking down the cement walkway, and he's and he's kneeling, not kneeling, but he's sitting down at the curb, and he has his hand in his he has his face in his hand, and he feels really really bad, really rejected, and and he has tears in his eyes, and he heard a voice coming from the clouds, coming from the sky, and he said, Leroy, my son. He goes, What's the matter? 
he goes, God, I'm just trying to find a church where where I could pray to you and, you know, where I could bring my family and right. so I could feel good. Right. And he goes, but they won't let me in. And he says, don't worry, son. He goes, they don't even let me in. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. That's, that's what I'm talking about right there. You hit on it. I'm, I mean it, man. I mean, it's like I all those years um, being a you know, go to nursing homes and do the preaching, be on the bus to, to help people on the bus, you know, elderly people on the bus. It's like, why am I doing this? Because everybody behind their backs are just crapping all over each other. I'm tired of it. I don't want to be a part of this anymore. You know what I mean? Well, you're you're to help them see the light. Yeah. You're to help to open see the light. Oh, well, that was one. That was when I was like thirteen or fourteen years old, though. So you have to remember <laughs> this: love, love, and spirituality has no boundaries. Right. Are no boundaries when it comes to love and spirituality. Right. And it has it has no it has no prejudices. It has no nothing. Love and spirituality has no prejudices and has no boundaries. Yeah, but everything that I that I had seen back in the day, back in, and I'm going to say it right now, sorry guys, you know me. If you know me, you know where I'm from, Arkansas, in a Baptist, Southern Baptist church, that's all I ever saw every day, every time, every different church. It was the same thing. Well, it's up to you to, to help change that. So, you know, one of those, I'm going to tell you another story that I read okay. way back when, about 40 years ago, from okay. this little book. You'll like this. Okay. So, a guy, two men walk into the church, right? It was a full, it was a Sunday, or it was a full church, and, and, the, and the preacher is practicing about Jesus and practicing about being a good person yeah. and about doing the right thing and about believing in God and about believing in Jesus. Right. And practicing all these good things. Right. I mean, or they're, they're, they're preaching all these good things, not practicing, but preaching all these good things. And so two gentlemen walk into um, the church with their camouflage, and, they, and they're holding guns, and they cock their guns. Yeah. And they said, who's ever willing to take a bullet for Jesus, he goes, stay, if you're willing to take a bullet for Jesus. All and right. like 98%, 98% of the, of the parish left. They ran out of the church. when he said that and so the two men sat in front of the church in the pews and and he and they looked at and he looked at the father and he goes so okay father all the hypocrites just left continue (laughs) right okay i get you yeah that's hardcore but that's you know that's kind of true i mean that's a hard that's hard it's it's hardcore looking at it but that is kind of the way it is i mean Either you know what but, are you willing to do for your neighbor, and they're preaching how how wonderful Jesus was for for all of mankind, and he was w- willing to die for your sins and do all this and that. And it's like, well, are you willing to do that for him? Right. And so that was the purpose. Like, yes, yes, I would do that for him too. And so the two men walked in. Yeah. Who's willing to take a bullet for Jesus? And they all split. Yeah. That's, that's put up or shut up, right? Right. And yeah. he just sat in front, and he said, Okay, Father, all the hypocrites left. Continue your sermon. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. We're running out. We're, we're going to run out of time. I want to let everyone know that you are on, good Lord, you're on New Jersey 101.5, right? XTU. Well, uh, well, I have no. That was back then. Right now, I have a Facebook live show that I do every Sunday night. Okay. Called Angels and Answers. If you go to artiehoffman.com, Okay. A R T I E, A R T I E H O F F M A N. Artiehoffman. Yes. Dot com. You'll see my Facebook live show. Well, now it's going to be Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's usually. Um, it's usually 8 p.m., but because of the situation, what's going on yeah. around the world and the country, yeah. um, I brought it down three hours. Okay. So, well, that's cool because so, we're on Sundays at 8 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> Eastern. I yeah. People, I read for, for people for free and I, and uh, on the show, only on the show. Only on the but show, when, okay. If people, if people want um, <laughs> to have a book of private reading with me or a party, then yeah. I could do phone readings, and um, you could go to Artie Hoffman at Gmail. Gmail.com, okay. Artie Hoffman at Gmail, or just check me out at ArtieHoffman.com, and it was a pleasure sharing time with you. I love it, man. It's great, and I hope we, hope we can get you back on. Sure, no and problem. I'm no sure problem. We, we can talk some more about a, a lot of things. I mean, you know, can I talk to you but about... let me ask you something. Yes, go ahead, please. So, 
you're going to have to talk with the, your your congressman or something about this or the governor of Arkansas. Yeah, if I'm not they, there though. I'm not there anymore. Uh, well, that was a long time ago. That ready. was that was a long time ago. I'm back. I'm in Indiana now. All right. Well, you have you have the word Arkansas and saw is S A W and it's S A S. Yeah. But if you take the the A R out of Arkansas, that's Kansas, yeah. and they spell it Kansas. Yeah, not Ar- Arkansas. Yeah, our Kansas and Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> love that. But you know, it's been a long time since I've been back. My most of my family are there. The other most of them are either in Oklahoma, uh, the uh, Cherokee, um, wow, part of my family, or uh, the other side up in the Appalachians, and they just disappeared. So you know, but yeah, love the old places, but you know. I just came up here to, to, I'll be honest with you, I came up to Illinois because I met a sweet little girl named Michelle Poy that I fell in love with, so <laughs> that that's what that's how that happened, and then we moved over to uh, Indiana, so we've been here ever since. I hear you. <laughs> Good. Good for you. Good for you. Thank well, you very much. Well, we, will have, we, we, will, we will have you back on. I hope, hope you want to come back on. Yeah, sure. Not a problem. Okay, and this <laughs> is, this is Artie Hoffman. Intuitive Life Coach, Medium Healer, and a Motivational Speaker. And you can find his book at Amazon, right? Angels and Demons. Uh, Angels and Demons. Answers. It won't change your life. You're going to think that I wrote that book just for you. Right. It is a very detailed, easy-to-read book. And you, everybody who reads that book will specifically think that I wrote that book just for them. Okay. It's going to have a lot of aha moments. Very cool. Oh, let me ask you one more thing. I'm looking at your profile here. Um you actually were booked to play uh, to a play the Trump Plaza, right? And in France, right? Yeah. How'd yeah. that go? Was that cool or what? I mean, that sounds like a really, really big deal. It was a big deal. Well, well, with with the Palace of Versailles, they asked me to perform yeah. there. I was asked to perform there, and uh, they heard about me, and um, I could not go, but I was good enough to perform. They asked me to perform there, all expenses paid and everything. Cool. And Very um, cool. I did perform at Trump Plaza two times. But yeah, I was supposed to perform at the Palace of Versailles in France. Yeah. And I was at perform there, and uh, I couldn't make that. Oh, well, next time. Not right next now. Time. Not right now. Not, yeah, obviously. But yeah, but, but uh, I'm waiting for a follow up phone call so it could happen. Very cool. Okay. Hey, guys. Artie Hoffman, Angel and Answers, on Amazon. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir, and we will have you back. All right. God bless. Take care of yourself. God bless you, man. If you guys are anything like us at the Dead Zone, you probably already have your calendar filling up for the entire year. Well, you need to save a couple of dates open. I'm going to tell you why. We've got something really cool coming up. And who better to tell you about it than friend of the show, Robbie Thomas. How's it going, buddy? How's it going, dude? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing much better than I was last night, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we went through this, didn't we? Yes, we did. And man, I'm telling you. I, the, the more I tried, the worse I got. <laughs> I just yeah, had to quit. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you've got a tour coming up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. hear, let's hear yeah, about 2020. that. Yeah, 2020. And you in uh, several different uh, states, right? Yes, we are. We're going to be um, kicking it off in Ontario, Canada, in uh-huh. Windsor. From there, we're going to boot over to, I think it's Indiana, and then we're hitting Michigan, and then we're hitting Ohio. Uh, Pennsylvania's going on the list, and I think we're coming back to Michigan. Right. There's a lot of dates, actually. And uh, and the theme of this, you're going to love this. You ready for this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. It's all law enforcement based. There you go. We're going to be hitting, yeah. We're going to be hitting every prison, every jail that's haunted you can think of. Right. From Jackson Prison in Michigan to the Crown Point, Indiana. Crown Point, Indiana. You heard that, guys. Yeah. Throw that out there. Indiana, folks, I'm coming, you losers. Very cool. Yeah. And um, oh, I'm loving it. I love Indiana. So, I mean, why not throw that in there? And I, I might want to hit there again 
So we'll see what happens. That would but be cool. That would be very cool. Yeah. You wouldn't it? Yes, and come down and do a live show with you, mate. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we're dying for that, man. We've had John uh, how many times, and we just never can get you in the studio. That's okay. That's that's okay. That's okay. We're in like a temporary setup right now, and that's why we're having some issues with the microphones and all that. I think we've explained that to everyone, but yeah, that would be great, man. That would be really cool. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Don't don't fill up your calendar just yet. Check these dates, and if if you want to go ahead and just name them one more time, the dates, the actual dates, so people can you know get an idea of, of what they need to do yeah. to to get the time off. You got it. We're hit, we're kicking it off June sixth in Canada. We're heading over into July, and actually the end of June and in July, we're going over to America, America. America. And we're going to sure. America. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to be hitting Indiana in July. There we're you going go. to be hitting, oh my gosh, Michigan in August, Ohio in August, and, you know, everything, all the information, folks, you can go to robbythomas.net. net. All the information's there. It's going to be a great time. What you're going to see and what you're going to get done is this. I'm going to present all the murder cases for the last 30 years. I've worked with, like, the U.S. Marshals, state police, sheriff's offices, and you name it. And we're going to put them up, and we're going to go through all the cases, and then I've got cases I've solved that nobody knows about, and I'm going to test everybody's ability. And then we're going to go through the workshop and how the procedures the techniques, the legalities of all doing this with law enforcement. And if you have the ability, you really want to learn more and broaden this, this is where you're going to learn. I'm endorsed openly by law enforcement, and they wanted me to do this, and this is what's going to happen. Very so we're cool. going to do that. And then on a, the bonus, some of these places, we're going to go do a ghost hunt. Do a hunt. All right. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So, so there you go. I mean, it's not you're not just going to go get a lecture. You're not going to just be talked to. You're gonna you're gonna be interactive and then gonna have a great time afterwards. So that's really cool. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm gonna make people work on this tour. They're not just gonna sit there and listen. And <laughs> stare. They're gonna work. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Okay. Well, man, like you say, I hope um, we can work it out when you do come back through that we can have you in here and. I appreciate you coming on and, and letting everyone know. Is there anything else you want to let us know? Nope, just be sure. 2020, 20 slash 20, mm-hmm. I see 2020. It's the Robbie Thomas Psychic Profiler Tour. It comes off the Psychic Justice Tour 10 years ago. Right. So when I was down through the States 10 years ago, remember that, Lee? Yep. That's when I did all the cases. Right. Now you're going to see what happened after. Very cool. You're going to see who I put in jail who got arrested and yada 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 very cool very cool man i can't wait we're gonna have to have you we're gonna have to have you come on the show in 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 between maybe maybe sometime in between maybe yeah we we don't we don't don't want to blow anything you don't you know give anything away but yeah that would be very cool all right well thank you very much sir this is wdzr db dead zone i need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen
This is the Dead Zone Paranormal Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.